Hello and welcome to the Grow Your Business with Video podcast. I'm your host, Alex Wardle, and today I am joined by the one, the only, Dominic Hodgson. How's it going, Dom? I'm good, my friend. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Pleasure to catch up with you again. No problem at all. No worries. I should point out for viewers of the podcast that um, we're not in two different time zones. Um, Dom's sitting there in his office, clearly getting like full sunlight in there. And it is another beautiful uh, April day here in the Northeast. And I've decided for some reason to shut all the curtains and put some lights on (laughs) to make it look (laughs) kind of funky. Um, But we are we are both GMT. But uh, how are are things at the moment uh, for you, Dom, business-wise and stuff? It's been a while since we had you on the show, but we've been collaborating on some stuff recently and learned some lessons along the way, which I thought the the viewer slash listener would would benefit from. Uh, So how are things generally with you? Generally, pretty good. Generally, pretty good, pal. Um, Yeah. Oh, there's a train going past just as I just as I mentioned. I opened the window to let a bit of fresh air in. So there train you go. spotting now. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be quick to see it. Um, yeah, no, um, all pretty, all in all, business is pretty good. Um, I've uh, we, we had a uh, Alex, my son, who had previously ran the adventure business. He actually left in um, September time uh, to try something else. He'd never, never really done anything else since he left college, really, to, uh, apart from being in the business. So he left to try something else. And then um, he basically came back um, just about a month ago. So um, that's been really good. Uh, having him back on board, he's really energized again. So we're, we're busying up that side of the business, the dog adventure, um, boarding slash training side of the business is is busying up again. And yeah, the I've been really busy with my pet business coaching side of things. We've done a number of programs recently. Um, done some more specialized programs lately. So a dog trainer specific program, a dog walkers business in a box. Me and you did the standout in seven day um, challenge and our little profit booster program as well. And yeah, generally, I've just been kind of keeping busy, uh, keep, keep, in, keep priming the pump, you know, trying to keep people coming in and trying to deliver a, a, a really wow experience for them when they come in. And uh, it seems to be working. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Actually, um, the yeah, the, the talk that of sort of onboarding that you just mentioned there about making it a wow experience. That's something that I find particularly interesting because uh, I think a lot of us kind of forget about that side. And we put a lot of emphasis on like finding new customers and clients and putting the feelers out there for like new business to come in and new leads and stuff. But we uh, quite often not so much forget about our current clients, but like we neglect that process of really making them feel welcome and kind of delighting them and uh, making them kind of overjoyed with um, whatever it is that they've just bought or just, you know, they've come into your world in some way. What are some of the things that, that you do to help with that? Cool, yeah. So how I describe it, buddy, is there's two engines in your business, two engines in your marketing machine. Uh, the first engine is all about getting fresh eyes on the business. So how do I drum up interest, demonstrate my expertise, uh, share my story so I build up trust to a point at which someone's prepared to actually fill in an application form, give me a ring and invest money, you know? Then when that happens, engine number two kicks in. Engine number two is all about onboarding, upselling, providing a wow experience, getting referrals, getting testimonials, 
all that kind of thing, you know? And the big money, all of the big money in your business is in engine number two. <laughs> and you kind of need to have them both going all of the time, really. Yeah, and, and this, what you talk about there, the onboarding, the wow, you know, providing like a wow experience for people. This is not something that no people put enough effort or thought into, but you want to, um, it's really timely for me at the moment because we, we're doing it. Um, I'm doing like a how to Disneyfy your pet business um, series with my PBIC members, you know? And we recently had Vance Morris on for a teleclass who's a Disney, former Disney customer service leader. Um, and I've done a lot of research into Disney and uh, stories and stuff like that, you know, marketing lessons from them. And this is very much what the business is based upon, you know, it's like making it so good that people want to come back. They want to spend more money with you. They, they want to tell their friends about you. You know, they, they, you're putting stories in their mouths really about, about your business, you know. And this can be really small stuff. <laughs> so just like sending people handwritten postcards, you know, um, or sending them a message, you know what I mean? Send them some kind of video message, something that shows that you put some time and effort into it, you know, right up to, you know, giving them onboarding gifts, you know, creating a, creating a, an experience around everything really so that they, you're like what you said before about the whole delighting thing, you know, you're surprising and delighting them. That's really what wowing is, you know, when, when we're wowing people where, we're making them go like, oh, like, I wouldn't expect that, you know, like, and that's kind of what you want. If you can create that kind of feeling amongst your customers, give them that kind of experience, they'll keep coming back, they'll buy more, they'll tell their friends. And like, you, you can almost build a business on referrals, you know, like that. Um, if you do it well enough, and you do it consistently enough. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's, that's great, mate. And I think it's one of them things that perhaps the reason that um, most of us forget about this and perhaps don't do as as much as we should is because to us it seems like um, not a big thing. <laughs> it seems like something that perhaps doesn't warrant our time or, or attention and that, you know, it's it's like, well, how how much difference could doing a welcome video for someone actually, actually make? If I was to make a video specifically for them just to say, hey, welcome to this membership that you're now in or whatever it is, surely that's not going to make that much difference and I might as well just not bother. But actually, I've noticed with you, um, you do that with pretty much everyone, don't you, that comes into uh, uh -huh. um, PBIC Diamond because I see the videos go up on your Vimeo channel um, <laughs> and they're all personalised um, and just like quick little welcome messages specifically for that person who's joined. But I think, again, it's just that thing of, um, uh, as we always say, putting yourself in the in the mind of your of your customer of the of that person who's just bought and thinking how how much of a difference that's actually going to make to them and like you say kind of surprise and delight in them uh even if it's just that particular day that could be that one thing that stands out in that day for them that acts as like a little a little hook in their memory of like oh Dom made is that video today that was awesome that was oh. something that I wasn't expecting and then it kind of sets them up to be expectant of more things to be delighted for in the future. So you can see how oh. it kind of compounds over time for sure. Um, and I imagine Absolutely that does. using something like the, the welcome videos as an example, that's not something that you need to think too much about. I, I, I'm assuming that, uh, that you don't particularly put much planning into that or like um, worry too much about the techie side of it video-wise. It's something that that you that is kind of low 
in effort, perhaps for you, um, relatively speaking, compared to some of the other business building activities that you do day to day. But again, for them, it's it's a big thing. Uh, w- would you agree with that? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the the more sort of scratchy and in person and off the cuff they are, the better really for that kind of thing. You know, you uh, for most of mine, I'm I make a point of like just taking a cup of coffee down into the garden, you know, and so I'm doing it in the garden. I'm with the chickens. I'm basically giving people at the same time as I'm saying like, hey, just want to send you this message to say, you know, I'm delighted that you've signed up. I'm really looking forward to working with you. You know, here's the next steps. You know, here's here's what's going to happen over the next few days. Um, and, uh, you know, hit reply, let me know what you're up to. But at the same time as I'm doing that, so I'm, I'm thanking them, I'm reassuring them. I'm uh, reminding them of what's going to happen. Uh, I'm also giving a little peek into like my life, you know, as well. And I'm, I'm sharing, Hey, I've got some chickens here, you know, and, and this, and this is like, this is where I live, you know? And uh, sometimes I might do one, even if I'm out on the bike or something, you know what I mean? If I'm having a rest, I might do one like that. And this is just, it's all just sharing little, it just shares going off topics, but like, you know, sharing like little, um, little little things about your life you know and these this is where these connections are made with people that make your business about more than just the service that you're delivering you know because ultimately they can it can get the service anywhere you know people can get well they can get business coaching from anywhere jesus that's like you know just, just turn on facebook do you know what I mean and you'll be bombarded with uh people you know and, and they can get video guys anywhere you know they can get dog trainers dog groomers they're ten a penny you know what i mean but they're they can only get you and, and your experience um, from you. So I've just a couple of little examples for you. I've got, um, we do recently took on a, well, we do this every time we get a new client anyway, but we recently t- took on a puppy. And when uh, the, we did the first session with the puppy and we, we took a bunch of photographs, nice photographs of the puppy out doing his little socialization and stuff. And then um, we come home and uh, Beth goes on to, uh, like funky pigeon or moon pig or something like that and then she puts together a little card you know and it just says like hey welcome to the pack leader family welcome pack leader family welcomes Auden. you know there was the name of the dog and some pictures on of him and then inside it just says something like hey uh, hey mommy or something like you know hey ma'am um thanks so much for sending me out with pack leader last week i had a fantastic time and i can't wait for my next adventure you know love the dog um and then that goes in the post you know that goes in the post and it's and they get it gets delivered you know usually we we try and get it delivered as well so because again that enhances the experience doesn't it you know if if we leave a letter i mean if we leave a letter in the kitchen when we pick the dog up that's still impressive you know because nobody else is going to do that but then they know who it's from don't they kind of you know so if it comes to the post well they have no idea so they've got that anticipation and excitement of oh you know i've got a personalized letter here and then they open it they see who it's from you know, and then these things never get thrown away. You know, we've got, I've got examples of um, when I started to put together my first official newsletter for my dog adventure clients in 2018. And I sent it out to uh, everybody and I texted one of my clients, Lindsay, who's still a client now. And I said like, Hey, Linz, what did you think of the post of the newsletter? And she said, Oh, it was great. Thanks. And I said, Oh yeah. I said, I should have done one years ago. And she said, Oh, actually you did. And then she sent me this picture about 20 seconds later of my newsletter that I just sent her alongside a uh, little homemade um, 
keepsake that I used to do for the dogs when they first used to come and stay with us. And it just had a picture of the dog on the front and it said, like, look what I got up to while you were on, while I was on holiday and had pictures inside of similar kind of thing, you know, to the more flashy version. But the point is, this was like five years ago when I sent her this, you know, and the original one. And she was able to lay her hands on it within like 30 seconds and send me a picture of it. <laughs> so like this is sitting, you know, it's not like it's been, it's sitting in a drawer or it's attached to the fridge or, you know, something like that. These are, this is you um, ingratiating yourself in there, you know, and, and putting yourself in their lives, you know, um, and they remember this kind of thing. Yeah. Massively, you know, it, and, and it ha- the knock on benefits it has are huge, you know, but, but for, for the, how your reputation will grow, what they feel about your business, how much more business they're going to give you, you know, how much they're going to refer you, all this kind of thing, you know, and it starts off just something small like that. We do more elaborate things as well, you know, so if someone joins Diamond or or someone joins a PBIC, they get some welcome and stuff. For my private clients, though, who pay a lot more money, well, they get a lot more, you know, they get a lot more um, uh, stuff, you know, and you get more of an onboarding experience based upon the amount of money that they're spending with you, you know, and if, um, you know, if someone's spending a hundred pound with you, if you can't, if you don't think it's worth spending a fiver or a tenner on their, on their, uh, to make it a better experience for them, like you're asleep at the wheel, you know, if someone spend a thousand pound with you, you know, if you're not prepared to spend 20 or 50 quid, mm. like, what you know what do you you must you must simply have you must have thousands of leads coming out your ears you know like to to be able to just take those customers for granted yeah so true mate so true i i really i mean i couldn't sum that up better myself and i think you've touched on loads loads of interest and and very powerful points there but i really like um you know when, when you said about sharing little things and that being how the connections are made I think that's so true and so important and something that, again, I think people, uh, you know, people have different sort of, I don't know, boundaries, I guess, for want of a better word, for how much they want to share with people, you know, and and each to their own um, for that. You're quite open and honest with what you share. Um, You involve your family. You talk about Alex and Beth and Toby and your dogs. Yeah. your parents as well and like where you live and stuff like that you share all kinds of anecdotes from your life from your personal life and i think that that just allow it allows people to it opens up that window into your world doesn't it and allows people to get to know you like the the true you because you can't really be an inauthentic version of that because you just you're sharing little stories like you would for a friend that you haven't met for a while or something um and I think that's a really good way of connecting with people because that's how you connect with people in actual real life. <laughs> so if you <laughs> extend that to your marketing and, and the videos that you do, and then it, it kind of can't not fail really. Um, and like you said, the the connections that you make like that are really important because I, I think what you said there about like they can get the service from anywhere, uh, but they can't get you anywhere else. I think that's something that, people need to really think about a lot more because so you're probably quite proud of your business and you know that you help people and you've got you know lots of happy customers and clients from the past however many years and that's obviously great but I think it's quite important to remember that to those customers as close as they might be to you you know there are alternatives out there for them there are plenty of alternatives and if they fancy to change 
or something happened that made them think about going elsewhere, they probably could do quite easily because like you said, the service they can get anywhere, no matter what industry you're in, no matter what it is you do, you just need to kind of do a quick search or go down the road even sometimes and there's someone else doing exactly the same thing. And yeah, they're not going to do it in the same way as you, but that's hence why we need to communicate that effectively with our prospects and our customers and ultimately ask the question, answer the question, like what's going to help them to stick with you? What is going to be there to to provide to be like the glue that keeps them attached to you, rather than being floaty and and having the potential to just you know do off and uh, and and find someone else. So, and I think, as I say, one of the best ways to do that is to be quite personal. Um, so if you're going to do something like a welcome video for someone, or you're going to um, allow them to get to to know you by opening up that window into your world. I think that's re- a, a really um, a really powerful way of, of of helping people to stick with you because again you're making the experience so much more personal. And just as a kind of segue from that as well, I was speaking with someone recently who I'm going to be filming with later in the year, like in a couple of months' time, and she was mentioning something about uh, Instagram and said like, "Oh, I'm not on Instagram, but I think I should be, but I don't really know what kind of content to make for that." And I said to her, "Well, you don't really have to think of it in any." you know different way than you would any other marketing any other social media platform the fundamentals are still the same you might find there are plenty of people out there that we uh, berate all the time don't we you know the social media gurus who will insist that you have to do things a certain way on certain platforms and blah 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 but ultimately the fundamentals are the same if you put out content that is personal that allows people to get to know like and trust you um and that brings people a little bit closer to you, then ultimately you're going to be onto a winner, really. So I said to her, let's not overthink it. You probably should be on Instagram. Um, get yourself on there. We'll do some content for it to kind of um, kickstart the process. But what I would say right now up front is people enjoy, um, again, not specifically just on Instagram, but in general, but like people enjoy that really kind of authentic, scratchy, as you said, uh, homemade kind of wholesome material because it's obvious that it has come straight from you so and people might think this is weird for someone like me to say this but like if you if you can put that type of content out there I think it it, it does have that immediate kind of authentic oh they've they've made that themselves they've gone to the time and effort to make that themselves I can tell that it's a little bit rough around the edges but I like that because there's kind of no veil in front of it um, which you potentially have the the risk of by, you know, if you got someone like me to come down and film all of your content and all of it was professionally shot, I think even if the person on the other end doesn't consciously think it, they kind of subconsciously know that it's not fake. You know, it's not fake, obviously, but it's it's been moulded and constructed and edited in a certain way, hasn't it? And obviously oh. there's a time and a place for that. Um, and again, like, I would say that because that's what I do, but obviously there is. But I really see the value in combining the two types really and having you know your super duper all singing all dancing content that looks and sounds great and that's edited in a certain way it's very creative um very artistic perhaps that has a place in your marketing system uh and not even in your marketing system but in your content system for things like courses perhaps or events that you do that you want to capture and your website even yeah exactly stuff that's going to stick around for a long time 
and that is potentially going to be seen by lots of different people every day. But for the stuff that, like you said, is ephemeral, disappears, um, it's like a one-time thing, it's specifically for one person. But even beyond that, to be fair, I don't think there's anything wrong with being quite spontaneous, scratchy, just getting out your iPhone, pressing record and making something. Because again, to kind of bring things full circle, to you it's something that is potentially like low value and like low cost in terms of how long it's going to take you and how much effort it's going to require. But to them, it could potentially be the thing that makes them think, well, I wasn't sure about this decision I made, but now I know that I'm in I'm in good hands. Is that kind of... Mm. Do you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. A couple of things I was going to say about that is you 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 want to be really careful of um how you arrive you know how we how we how are you what people's first um first impression or their first touch point is with you not even your first the second third fourth fifth whatever that you don't want it because sometimes depending on the type of stuff that you're putting together it can look like if it looks like salesy, not, not even salesy, but if it looks too polished, then sometimes people will just automatically realize that they're kind of watching an advert, you know, yeah. and you don't really want that <laughs> because unless it's an advert, you know, that you're putting paid money behind. But even then you would still, you know, you would still want to connect with something that was important to them, you know, rather than talking about your thing. But this is one of the reasons to sort of switch from online to offline quickly. This is one of the reasons I'm a huge fan of people putting together like a newsletter and doing it in a newsletter format rather than uh, like a leaflet, you know, or a brochure kind of thing. Because a leaflet often um, is... It's obviously just designed to sell, isn't it? You know, if you get a leaflet in the post, <laughs> your 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 first reaction is, well, my first reaction is just put it in the bin. You know what I mean? Because I just think, well, I'm not interested in buying what they've got to sell. You know, but if 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 I get a if I get a you know a parish newsletter or something through the door, well, even though I'm not I'm not I don't believe in God, I'm not interested in going to church. I'm still interested in what goes on in my town. You know, so yeah. I'm be more likely to read it a little bit, aren't I? You know. Um, if, if I get a, I got, we got a leaflet through the door the other day for a local councillor and I'm not particularly interested in that particular party or anything like that, but it was like story based, you know, and it was like, let me tell you about, you know, what, why, you know, how, how I feel about this, your town and that, you know, your, your village and that I'm in, I'm interested, you know, I'm interested a bit. I'm, I want to. I'm hooked in a little bit, you know, and similar with the video stuff that we produce and anything else, you know, we want to be careful that we don't turn up looking like, you know, Hey, look what, you know, this is what we've got to sell you today, you know? <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and, and like you said, there's a time place for it, you know, on your website and stuff, you know, you can afford to do that a bit more on there because, like you, you, the people have arrived on your website because they're looking for something to buy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like when they're stumbling across you in a different thing, the marketing materials that you're putting out there, they're often not looking for somebody, you know, they're, they're just going about their daily lives, you know? So you want to make sure that you uh, hook them in with summit that isn't too, 
yeah just kind of salesy really you know because people's as soon as people know they're being sold to like the heckles go up a little bit don't they you know and they're yeah you know their defenses go up a little bit and just tying the other thing that you said as well the second point i was going to make is why you want to um why you want to share more of yourself and the bits and bobs of stuff that's going on in your life and all that kind of thing is you you obviously give people a little bit of a peek behind the curtain as to what your life's like you know and you show them that you're a real person but and also that that encourages you that encourages you attract more people like you <laughs> you know we know this already you know what i mean but they you reap what you sow essentially you know so if you're if you're putting out there a false message <laughs> you'll attract the kind of people that you don't really want to work with you know <laughs> like i see people doing different stuff on uh different adverts and stuff even all the time you know and i just think well i just i don't care how much they're selling like if i had to go on like that you know and if i because i know what kind of people they're going to be attracting you know and i just think if i if i if I had to go on like they're going on to get their kind of business and work with the kind of people that they're attracting, I'd rather jack the whole thing in and just go and get a job. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because I can't think of anything worse, you know, but you, and, and like going back, you know, five, six years ago, this is not, this is, this was all new to me, you know, but like now I've seen, because I've built a business, built a number of businesses now around put my personality into it and you attract amazing people you know you really attract people who you really enjoy working with you know who like love you you know like they don't pay late you know they don't quibble about price you know they come in they they spend you know they they enjoy they consume they want and then they want more you know and like but but it and it's but all of that starts with these little bits of stuff that little bits of content and promotional activity and stuff that you're putting out there. That's where it all starts, you know, and, um, it's a diff this is difficult, might be a difficult lesson for some people to learn when, you know, if they're just starting out because, you know, thinking, imagining what your business is going to be like in a year or two or five or even six months time, you might be thinking like, Oh God, you know, I, I can't afford to think about that now. I just, I need to put beans on the table. And like, I agree. Yes, you do. You know, but, um, yeah, the, the sooner you start kind of embracing this kind of thing, um, the quicker you'll build the kind of business that it don't really feel like a business, you know, it just feels like a, um, yeah, just you, you're literally doing something that you love doing and working with people that you, it's still work. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's not like, it's not like it doesn't work, but it's, you start to do stuff, but it's like enjoyable, you know, um, just very quickly, I, I, I recently wrote in a, um, in uh, one of my one of the letters to my platinum people uh, over the last maybe six weeks two months I, I felt like my business is it's at a point now where i have like the least stress that i've had for a long time you know maybe ever even you know and a lot of that is uh down to all of that like hard work that we did last year and you know and because i've been premium price since day one and cash flow has always been pretty good and that but like now a lot of things are slotting into place you know we're saving better we're handling money better we've got more of a pipeline obviously bets in the business now so you know she's taking a lot of stuff off my hands that i wasn't very good at and she's doing it better alex is in he's enjoying what he's doing and like everything but this is 
yeah this is like it's like a nice place to be and i'm i'm not saying i'm <laughs> i'm not doing nothing because i'm still working very very hard but it's a nice place to be in you know it's a nice place to get your business to and i think that directly tied into all of the stuff that we just talked about um before you know with how you the message that you're putting out there you know and you're putting your personality into it and all that kind of thing this is what it can lead to yeah definitely i think it's one of them things that compounds over time doesn't it and it requires mm. consistency which is why like you said you know rightly so that if this if you're quite new to this it can seem like a hell of a task and a daunting thing and it's like where where are the where are the positives going to come from when are they going to happen no one really knows like no one can tell you uh, you know if you if you make this amount of content consistently for this amount of time then you'll earn this much money like no one can say that of course but um i think it's fair to say that the benefits are there and you can see that from people like yourself who are very personal and and do open up that window and do so consistently. Um, I love the points about the newsletter and stuff and about the you know what 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 am I being sold today? <laughs> like it's so true, isn't it? I think everyone would agree with that. So if you can take even just that little lesson and apply that to your own marketing, whether it is well, you should be doing it across the board really, but whether it is with video or other mediums as well because like and we'll we'll wrap things up now because i think we've talked about a hell of a lot in this episode which is great but, um <laughs> <laughs> i think uh something else to just kind of serve as a reminder is that uh i always say to people as well video is just one medium of doing this and like naturally i'm going to talk about that a lot of course but a video is not the only way that i market my business either i've got my newsletter i've got my book um we do direct mail. I've got the website and we do podcasts and, and all sorts. And because it should be part of a system. And I think that's where the greatest benefits come from this really. Like as you, as you say, is different kinds of content, meeting different people at different stages in their journey with you. Um, having different touch points that eventually, you know, bring people closer to you not assuming that it's going to be like I'm going to create one outstanding bit of content and then all the sales are going to roll in like it's not how it works anymore it's about showing up as yourself consistently meeting people where they're at helping them out genuinely with like the problems that they've got or with helping them to attain the things that they want um which really like when you think about it, it doesn't have to be any more complicated or involved than than how it sounds really it's just about being a nice person really <laughs> um and then obviously tying it into creating a profitable business of course but um it really doesn't have to be any more complicated than that and anyone who says it is is probably just trying to sell you some kind of program that um i don't know some kind of get rich scheme or something and there's lots oh. of different facets to this as well which is why obviously memberships like yours exist because you've been there done that you've helped a lot of people out with the process and there's lots of different things to to learn and to implement over time. Um, but with regards uh, being an authentic, uh, showing up as an authentic like person online amidst all of this noise, I think there's a lot to be gained from the, the types of t- hints and tips that you've outlined throughout this episode. So um, hopefully yeah, <laughs> yeah, people just need to, to get, get started with it really. Um, and again, just to, just to round off, Set your own boundaries in terms of what you want to share, for sure. Um, you might not want to tell people about the, the area that you live in or your family or anything like that. That's totally mm-hmm. fine. It's, yeah. it's all up to you as to where the uh, the boundary is. But I think 
most people could probably be a little bit more open in their content. Um, Agreed. And, and Agreed. see where it Agreed. leads them. Again, just to, to go back to what I said before, you want them to know that you're a real person. You know, you want them to know people buy people. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, they buy socks and dog training and <laughs> advert, you know, and marketing advice and uh, food and all these type of things. Do you know what I mean? But when, especially if you're service based business, you know, you, they, it's not about the service, it's about the the person and who you are, how you can help, you know, what makes you different, all this kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's uh, like you said, the more, even if you, even if you're a bit reticent about this, give it a go, you know, you, you've, you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And certainly I'm proof of this. You are as well. And the, the lots of people that we've been mentored by and stuff over the years and that will, you know, and, or who, who I've mentored even, you know, they're, They've done, they've done the same thing, you know, and it's uh, it's contrary <laughs> advice to what um, is usually put out there, but that's why it works. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly right. Cool. Well, I think we better wrap it up, mate. We've talked about all sorts there, but that's been very in-depth, um, very interesting. So thank you for your time. I should mention it as well, because... Uh, Unfortunately for the listener, the doors are shut now. Um, but we are embarking on a, a four-week training program, aren't we? We're, we're collaborating. We um, I mentioned this the other week. We started with a, a challenge group on Facebook called Stand Out in Seven Days, which does what it says on the tin for pet professionals. And um, by the time this episode goes out, actually, I think we'll have just started doing our uh, four-week training program off the back of that, which I'm super looking forward to. And I think we're going to help those pet professionals out uh to no end with uh, with standing out and with creating more effective marketing and creating more of the type of business that they want to have. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to working with you closely on that, mate. Um, but in the meantime, could you just remind people where they can go to find out more about you and to, to listen to your podcast and all that good stuff? Yeah, sure. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. It's going to be absolutely yes. Um, make up for the fact that we're not um, doing an event together this year, you know, Indeed. an actually in-person event um this is kind of the next best thing isn't it so yeah i've got a podcast called the poodle to pitbull pet business podcast which alex is regularly on um <laughs> well he's probably on more than anybody else after <laughs> me he's the most pop he's the most regular guest <laughs> um yeah and uh that's specifically for pet business owners um and then also if there's any other pet business owners listen to this uh you can get a free copy of my audiobook the ultimate pet business plan by going to growyourpetbusinessfast.com forward slash free audio. Uh, yeah, you get the access to the full book there. Where I'll teach you the three phases of pet business growth from starting up to staffing, scaling, systemizing, and then uh, yeah, creating a really impactful business. And that's it, really. Other than that, I'm all, I'm all over the place, mate. Oops. <laughs> Everything's out there. <laughs> yes, indeed. Nothing if not consistent. Nice one. All right. Well, thanks very much for your time again today, Dom. And thank you for all the insights. It's been awesome. Go and check out all the resources and links that Dom has just mentioned. And I, uh, I shall see you in the next one. Thanks, buddy. Bye for now. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grow Your Business with Video podcast and that you're ready to take another step towards creating truly effective video. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And leave us a review so that we can help even more people. For everything else, you can find us at artifactmedia.co.uk. Thanks for listening. See you next time.